Open Micro Comedy Podcast. Woo! Whoa, this is going to be like a new, bold new territory. Heck yeah. Because we've only got two today, <laughs> me and Ashley. Yeah, we're holding it down on the fort yeah. for our boy Jamie. We miss him. Yeah, uh, it's personal problems. Uh, we thought we were going to have three guests <laughs> tonight, <laughs> but there is a misunderstanding. Uh, so now we're... Uh, to uh doing two yeah um, like a duo you know like batman and robin like yeah uh who's another uh, um uh frank and costello is that okay. a thing yeah what about buster and uh babs bunny okay now we're all right uh what about <laughs> like um what the roadrunner and what was that co- that evil coyote <laughs> yeah. that that's dependent on a corporation or Ben and Jerry? I I, <laughs> I kind of want to talk about this coyote. Okay. I mean, like, what is this coyote without the Acme Corporation? That's true. Uh, like a sick dog. Yeah, I I just feel like like he seems so incapable without his like gadgets from the Acme Corporation. <laughs> I have to agree. I mean, I haven't seen it in such a long time, but I will say that Acme Box and the Dynamite was certainly what I would associate with, you know, that coyote. You know what he I mean? He must be a rich coyote because he's, he's just using money to solve his problems. But. No, for sure. <laughs> you know what? Like, legit, he definitely was one of the rich ones because he really enjoyed taunting the Roadrunner. And the Roadrunner was like a poor person with, like, talent, you know? True. And he's like, I'm rich and I'm a terrorizing. Uh, well, how would have the coyote gotten the Roadrunner, though, if it were not for money, like, and mm-hmm. gadgets? Enjoyment. Hmm. Recreation. Yeah. I mean, I always thought that he should just try, like, a simpler approach. Maybe <laughs> just, like, maybe you just need to, like, uh, trip him or, like, um,. <laughs> Or maybe you just uh, just get some. Well, actually, he did get. <laughs> he bought all that. He did birds. actually. Yeah, you're right. That it's it's so tricky. I mean, now he now he becomes so much more relatable. Like, because how would I wow. solve problems without corporations? Like, who am I to to, to judge? <laughs> it just, it's it's just so her. so much more stark when a coyote does it because it seems like in the moment like. That's all he has is, like, the item he bought at that very moment. Well, you know what? You bring up a valid point. Like, going back and looking at some of our childhood cartoons, mm-hmm. like, it it really raises the issue of, like, these are adults <laughs> writing yeah. about real issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was actually watching Lion King. I didn't see the new Lion King yet. Um, I want to see it. But uh, I was watching and I was thinking to myself, like, Really? We're just going to do polygamy like what? all over there? <laughs> Seriously? Like you know what I mean and like Well, also, it makes sense in a that was in his the half lion. Sister. It makes sense in a in a pride of lions as they call it. Right, yeah. but as a kid, I I'm not quite understanding the concept of lion. I'm like, "Wait, so the king is married to all these women and this is the head one and then like Simba is supposed to marry within the yeah, group, yeah. his half sister, <laughs> like yeah, that was the true. reason he was holding back. Damn. I mean, I had this whole thing. I've been like, what? it's it's so weird how like they were they're 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 pretty accurate with the lions, but 
Way less so for Pocahontas. <laughs> oh, they said, um, let's put a beginner on this one. Okay. Well, you know, someone yeah. who really hasn't had any life experiences. Mm-hmm. And let's just give them, I don't know, an American history book and say, go get them. <laughs> and that's how Jeez. Pocahontas came out. And then they're like, let's make a dope soundtrack. You know what the weird thing about the coyote is, though, is that in, in today's society, he would be like the a hip minimalist, mm. you know? because he doesn't need like an apartment or like uh you know uh just like uh, you know furniture or a home or like things true like he he doesn't nest his his objects he just gets exactly what he needs Mm. in that exact moment to kill the roadrunner like (laughs) well his money's digital you know what i mean like (laughs) so he he doesn't even carry cash (laughs) (laughs) he was one of the you know original investors in bitcoin and so that's why he's able to just yeah in bitcoin in the 40s but but before we keep going Mm -hmm. uh let's just also remind everybody uh that this is episode 46. Right. Um, right. You can follow us online at Open Micro Comedy. Uh, that's on Instagram and Facebook. You can DM us or email us at Open Micro Comedy um, at Gmail. Or we have two emails at Open Micro Comedy Podcast. If you get Open Micro Comedy or <laughs> Open Micro Comedy Podcast. Yeah. It's weird because we were confused <laughs> when we made two accounts. <laughs> we're like, we're holding it down. Okay. We're yeah. going to have both, both of them. Um, also, last week, so dope, um, was episode 45. Five, yes. And we had... We had Fangio. He's amazing. Yes, hilarious. Follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got uh, a dope show coming up at, um, what is it, Madame Tussaud? Yeah, Madame Tussaud. Tussaud. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, check him out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I just had to get that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> So you just had a vacation. Yes. Tell, tell me all about it. Went to Cabo and. Woo! Yes. <laughs> yes. And what, were there like spring breakers? No. Oh, wait. It's summer, right? No, it was not spring breakers. It was okay. not. It was literally. So you I'd didn't see a parties. single frat boy. No. Whoa. Jeez. It was a resort and it was like, I would say a lot of locals. And then okay. a lot of, not a lot, you know, even a lot of, ba- it was a bachelorette party. Okay. But not even a lot of bachelorette groups. I see. Um, It was a lot of families. What? This is completely defined. But, but there's different pools for that. You know what I mean? Uh, I always thought of Cabo as a four letter word. And true. You were, this is not living up to Cabo's expectations. Well, the boat ride. <laughs> is dope like definitely i think it's um so wait Cabo wait tell Cruises. me how this this boat ride got set up like uh one of the one okay. of the bridesmaids i'm not a bridesmaid i was just part of the batch batch team um but one of the bridesmaids set it up got the the boat we just like you know split it up whatever amazing what just kind of boat was amazing. it it was a sailboat it was a big long um sailboat with um a top deck and a lower did you deck. like dress the part with nautical fashion I came with a bathing suit and a cover up and called it a day because oh, you can't oh. wear you can't wear shoes unless you have I'm assuming sailboat shoes and, and you uh, didn't have a skipper hat I like, did not oh no I did Jeez. I don't even own one you know I would have had to borrow or buy and honestly I'd already spent enough money but let me just tell you the salt water was amazing 
Like, talk about jumping off the boat. So, so what? Ugh. Why is salt water like in- entertaining? Like, do you drink the salt water? Or? Absolutely not, unless you uh, <laughs> want to be. Is it just yeah, a matter of feeling the salt water? It, you know what? It, it feels like a cloud. Like the water wants to lift you and hug you. You know what I mean? And like, it's okay to open your eyes in the salt water. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. So you had goggles on. Yes. Oh, okay. Because you're like snorkeling. Okay, so you brought goggles. No, to no, this. they came equipped with the goggles and the ah, flippers. Okay. And um, they like put them on you, like on your feet, and then you get rinsed off, and like lunch is served. They take pictures of you for your Instagram. Um, I don't have a phone. Lost my phone. Got it. It was stolen and lost and stolen at the same time. Gee, you were so not good with memories. phones. Uh, this, I know. I'm sure we've talked about this on yeah. another podcast. I can't even tell you how the last one. And my wallet. Remember? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right outside of here. Yeah, it's it's a tough uh, objects. You know, some people have them, some people don't. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's just how it is. I shouldn't take anything. I will say confidently i did not take my wedding ring or a band oh cool i took i have a um like a a faux ring that i take instead that's a good idea i didn't think about that that kind of you know what that kind of reminds me of in a really bad way like i don't know why it reminds me of this but jeffrey epstein apparently has like a fake passport and a safe full of diamonds and for some reason, like, that reminds me of that. Wait, what is a fake passport? In case if he gets, like, well, his, the way he explains it to defend <laughs> having a fake passport is, uh, is that in case if he gets kidnapped while traveling, like, uh, he, he, he wanted a fake passport mm-hmm. to, uh, to avoid, like, complications, but, Oh, as in like the negotiation of getting free? Yeah. Gotcha. But in all honesty, he probably has it for much more nefarious reasons. I think. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Would you get a fake passport? Well, what's especially telling is like the this country of this fake passport is Saudi Arabia, and you know how they are with, uh, uh, I guess what they call them. uh, do I guess they call them Dubai like toilet parties? Oh <laughs> my, we are do, that's yeah, that's just that's a, a whole that's a dirty topic that we need Jamie for. Yes, he would live for that. We almost need to save that. Okay, yeah, placeholder. Yeah, yeah. wait, I'm sure we talked about that before in this podcast, like Dubai port porta potties. I we? did we? I I don't maybe know. that was before your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I talked before I was okay. born. Yeah. Jeez, but anyway, like these weird like rituals of 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 marriage, like uh, mm. how it, it, it I think like people have different feelings toward them at, at different phases in life. Mm-hmm. Like definitely, uh, um, you know. To be honest, like I have a a friend of mine is getting like married uh, in in a few months, and I almost have like anxiety about it and uh about your participation in it or about your friend getting married no 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 uh just like just just the the idea of watching weddings and Mm -hmm. and it's not even that like i'm like uh 
like the best man or anything but uh i don't know i guess as a as a single guy it it there's something kind of kind of nerve-wracking mm. about like spending a lot of time to watch um somebody else like take vows <laughs> and and to watch them like dance in a in a reception there's something really like comedic really really <laughs> horrifying about it to me actually i i wonder how he's gonna handle that because at least i know that he hates dancing almost as much as i do but i, <laughs> I stress almost that's like my one of my favorite parts about the wedding is like uh the dancing oh my god it's so exhibitionistic though i just like, love to have I, well in a way maybe it describes me i just i just think like um as you get older it's almost like the unsettling truths become so apparent and revealing right and 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 then it's comedic and it's also uncomfortable because it's not i don't know like a fantasy it's like oh this is what we're doing because the truth is that we get older we're like do you really need a <clears throat> you know if you're i don't know i'm, I'm just gonna say let's say 50 and so maybe mm-hmm. if you haven't been married or you have been married would you still have the same degree of momentum and um like uh like majorness uh, to your wedding do you know what i mean like is it going to be a destination are you gonna invite everybody is it going to be a secret you know what i'm saying like does that change with time i i would assume it does i i I guess it depends on like how old like uh, uh in a weird way a lot of like a lot of people don't mature like True. when they when they age. Yeah. But mar- but but weddings are a party essentially. You know what I mean? And I would even say that oh, gosh, weddings are even for the your guests, not necessarily entirely for yeah, you. Yeah, that's completely true. It's so weird so. to think about it as a party because your family is invited <laughs> and your friends. It's just <laughs> it's such a awkward party. Maybe that's what's the anxiety inducing part is like cuz like uh uh, but then again like uh it's just a weird ceremony to have <laughs> even if it was all friends in right. a way yeah no i i i 100% agree with you i think like it's a weird party even when you're the one getting married it's a weird transition i think it's all around weird think about it like in 2019 women are still like changing their last names and i actually have a, a bit about this i'm working through on just the idea of like um the name you were born with, right, uh-huh. is good enough. And then all of a sudden it's not. You know, like when did life become so complicated that you must have the same last name or, you know, no one can can just understand that you're married. You know, like like the the argument is that, well, it just makes things easier. But why is why is it harder? Like we've been existing with different last names for a long time yeah you know what i mean yeah you know speaking of that like you you know that uh you're marrying like a a male feminist if it's the man that changes to the woman's last name i used to have a Mm. boss like that yeah that's pretty amazing i mean for me it's not even that big of an issue of like me changing my last name i mean i changed my last name probably because i had it for a really long time i was like cool let's try something but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I get it when you have kids. It's just like, oh, well, we all have the, it's kind of like a unifying sort of, you know, family name. Yeah. But, but it, yeah, it, it's just a, it's a weird thing to uh, 
to put on this this ceremony and ritual for other people almost that's what it feels mm-hmm. like it almost feels like a a performance for for just like a tax break <laughs> it, wait where's the tax break because wait wait you don't get a tax break no 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 like i have a friend that um well you can write off like certain things but it's not no no no. you get well at least according to my friend's taxes like uh like he 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 gets a much bigger paycheck as a result of um getting married oh oh i see what you're saying you're talking about on the flip side yeah 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 Yeah, absolutely yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that's so in that regard it's and and, you know health insurance benefits of adding your spouse if if you get that (laughs) well okay but at the same time it's i it's you, would you believe, I think the average median wedding is, I think... 50K, right? Yeah. That's way too much. That's... that's uh, What? And who... And it's guys like Jamie that's getting... <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's what? Getting like. that money. <laughs> guys like... Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not knocking anybody. Like, look, everyone chooses, has their vices, right? Where yeah. they spend their money, but... At the same time, I don't know, the advice we we were given before we began our plans was that um, the weddings that they went to where the people spent the most money, uh, those people weren't together afterwards. Oh, yeah, totally. And yeah, that, that I can I can uh, I can see the truth to that just just in recollection. Right. Yeah. And again, no judgment. And then the other one was. uh Focus on the marriage, not on the wedding. Actually, you know what's uh, what I will say is I think if you have an an interesting wedding, uh, that that might be a sign of it lasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. I we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But no, it was a listen. So back to Cabo, it was a fun trip. Okay. Um. It was very hot and very humid. Well, you said earlier that you learned something about like material attachment. Like, can oh. you expand on that? Yes, let's talk about. It. So, my phone. This is about my phone. So, uh, was lost and stolen, and a combination of all of the above. Couldn't get it back. And um, everyone was like, "Are you going to be okay?" Okay. And it was that moment where, you know, I'm going through the spiritual awakening, which I've mentioned on other episodes. So wait, how often do you have spiritual awakenings? No, I've I've been on the spiritual awakening. Oh, okay, huh? Remember? Okay, it's January. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anywho, while I was there, um, I just took a second. I was like, you know what? Like, you shouldn't feel the need to cry over a phone. Oh, do you know okay. what I'm saying? I mean, I wasn't on the. That's brink a of really crying. silly thing to cry over. Well, it, no, it yeah. really is. But if you think about it, there's, there's, it's not just the phone. Obviously, he's got all this information and accessibility and communication, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But anywho, I was just present, and I was like, well, it's just a phone. It's so crazy how, like, like they're trying to make everything linked to your phone, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, I mean, like, even even this week, like, I kind of, um, as I was fumbling, like, my keys, um, I just thought to myself, like, this is really stupid, like, fumbling for my keys. Like, <laughs> I, I, should, I should install, like, smart locks. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounded, like, so brilliant. Um, so they have all these, like, the smart locks that are also tied to your phone and 
and like new cars these days they're your your phone is the key it's mm-hmm. uh, but what happens if you lose the phone there's a lot of a lot of smart things are, are kind of stupid in a way too definitely yeah and also it's just like you have to have a backup for the back. I mean, and, and also the technical glitches and just the complications. It's right. like you can purchase these things easily, but try, you know, filing a claim to get it replaced. Like, first of all, it shouldn't even be that difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you pay an arm and a leg to buy these phones and then you're paying for the insurance or whatever it is. And you need to go through hoops and ladders to then pay a d- deductible just to get another phone. You know, like, I don't know why it's so complicated. <clears throat> I was trying to file a claim and they wanted a police report. And I'm like, what part of I was in Mexico? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do not do we not understand here? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not filing a nada mm-hmm. with Mexico police. <laughs> like, what? Um, excuse yeah. me. Um, I know you've got a lot of things on your plate. <laughs> But I need to file for my phone, you know. I see. Yeah, yeah. They'd uh, probably prioritize you, which is kind of sad in a way, because you know they they're kind of like kind of just jaded about the drug war and everything. Poss- I just did not <laughs> want to be involved. Well, you know, they have every incentive to to keep their tourist industry happy. Well, yeah. and that's exactly why I knew it was oh. stolen. Was because. Yeah. You know, they had the taxi come back mm-hmm. and all these things, but it was like, obviously it was stolen. And I even told them, I was like, hey, I will pay mm-hmm. a nice tip for bringing it back. And and I thought like, well, you'd much rather just get the money mm-hmm. than have to go on the black market and like do all this stuff. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. locked. Mm-hmm. Not only is it locked, it's like face recognition. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anywho. But, but the great thing about it was that it really made me be present while I was there. You know, like I was engaged. Um, I wasn't worried about taking, you know, photos or responding when I had Internet. Um, It's really hard to learn how to be present. mm -hmm. Like, I don't even I don't even know how. Like, what what is what is that? It's just like if someone's talking to you, like actually listening, it's almost like reverting maybe back to kindergarten. I'm not sure because I'm not sure I focus that well in kindergarten. But I will just say that it's about being mindful of these moments like i remember i was in the water and um i kept telling myself like you're in the water uh-huh. in cabo you're here like this you've planned up to this mo- you know like you got on a plane you went through all this moment like enjoy this like like feel enjoy this moment and i just i was one of the last ones to get out of the water and so i guess what i'm saying is like everyone was like hey are you gonna be okay without the phone and like you know, and I was just like, I wanted to not be an example. I just wanted to let them know it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, hopefully people won't freak out when they lose their, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, on vacation. Yeah. It's not about the phone. It's about the vacation or whatever. That's an interesting way to put it because um, uh, in a bad way, you can fool yourself into to being present in a, in a way where you, all, all you do is just look at the floor more and notice mm-hmm notice that bug in the corner or like uh or just <laughs> like weird, or weird intricacies like that and i totally remember that as a kid like not wanting to engage uh socially so much but rather like notice like these peripheries and mm-hmm. that kind of that, that it, was a, it was a weird way to develop like yourself uh well, it's in, a, in an introverted what kind of way. Yeah, I guess so. 
True. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, some people, like, when, when, I think some people are, like, like, truly more present in the sense that they, they're, 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 they have this, uh, this intuition about like others and 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 stuff like that Mm, yeah that's where like what's the the test that you take the mbti or right or uh, they have so many of those i love talking about those things yeah i think i think like astrology like they're so they're not a blueprint of who you are but they're little markers that i think can kind of help jeez help you you oh know, my God. no, seriously, yeah. because basically those tests are just based on like data, you know, of like w- how people respond a certain way. Right. And yeah. then if you think about it, when you're born, um, if there are other people born around that same time, clearly they were affected by the moon's gravity and like just everything that was going on at that time, you know, your environment, how you came into the, you know, like the first couple of y- years, and a lot of it, your birthday, like, think about it. What if, so I'm born in January. When are you born? Me. So every time I had a birthday was a winter birthday. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, think about how that affects subconsciously, you, like, your your thoughts, your what you want, or Well, a lot of, like, birthdays. that is the, the early childhood stuff. But but to kind of expand on, on these, the, these tests, it's so fascinating how, like, a, a limited set of uh, of information is, it almost acts like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like like all this data is is and it's not a, a data in an expansive sense. It's it's like they're all little puzzles that that solve or help solve like who you are. And yeah, it's very fascinating. Yeah, and in a way, it's, it's kind of linking us together, showing us that we're so much more similar than we think. We're we're different. Yeah, it's like right? we're all a big tree. <laughs> <laughs> the tree of life. <laughs> some of us are leaves and some of some of us are branches. Oh, look at you. <laughs> you can't talk about me always like talking about Reiki and such because you just went there. Yeah, I, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> like 100%. Percent. Um, um, earlier we were talking about uh you said you want you were talking about the history of trility. Okay, um you know, I, I had like this, uh, this, this weird, like hunch, like, cause I've, I've always like been, um, not the biggest fan of, of cheerleaders or ring girls just cause like, I, I always found it like, so kind of uh, gratuitous or unnecessary. It's like, uh, like this is just a, it seems like you're kind of drawing too much attention to yourself when it's about the game, but I can see how, you know, it's just a thing you do in between things. Um, (laughs) But, but the whole idea (laughs) of it, like um, if you think about it is, is about like um, a lot of it has to do with uh, mental health in a way, like, like, like giving your team morale. Uh, I didn't, I never really thought about it in that sense and and like and and it's so interesting how how gendered it is in a way and Mm -hmm. so i i kind of looked into the origins of cheerleading and so it all kind (laughs) of started when did you do this like uh early this week okay so um so apparently uh, 
in in early football when it was just like you know the ivy leagues and stuff mm-hmm. like they they had these football games and the very first cheerleaders it was all men right yeah <laughs> it was all men and it was it was thought of more as like a pep squad sort of thing mm-hmm. and um and it wasn't like uh how it is now in terms of like it, it being like acrobatics and people doing the splits and mm-hmm. tumbling and spreading like the athletic <laughs> yeah yeah it was more like what <laughs> what men do on the bleachers like nowadays like just like with the blow horns yeah chanting fight songs and like uh rah rah like so like <laughs> soccer games international games uh-huh how this, they kind yeah. of have that songs and they wear like maybe similar right uh, colors and stuff yeah and so this was in the around the 1870s so all the way till 1923 is when they started uh allowing like uh women into into this early form of cheerleading and it was not long at all until like it was like you know there was like you know uh it became the kind of cheerleading it is today where it's a lot more acrobatic very deliberately uh gendered in a in a feminine kind of way right and it, and it's sort of bad too because because it in the sense of it becoming gendered it almost kind of uh made you know kind of homophobic men like or, or people kind of afraid of being labeled as gay kind of just want to mm-hmm escape from cheerleading and i i think that had like macroscopic consequences in terms of like um that that like going down to like just men generally not thinking it's okay to to support Mm -hmm. your fellow man like emotionally yeah i I can see that like how men probably struggle with, yeah um, yeah just, just sort of yeah yeah i mean it's it's so weird how in the past it was it probably felt more natural for a man to to go up to another man and just say like yeah bro like that mm-hmm. was awesome and, and and like i i support you like even even doing that can seem like unmasculine at times and well i i yeah. I, I Absolutely. I think you're definitely uh, shining a light on a, a topic that lots of people probably struggle with or have concerns about. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say there's a flip side to it where like the athletes themselves definitely like slap butts or, you know, like have more like, let's go, you know, sort of thing. My sister was a cheerleader. Uh-huh. And I think that's where I really started like just kind of like seeing how much strength the cheerleading squad has like both the women oh yeah and the yeah men, it's very and athletic how physical it is uh-huh. and um the timing and the rhythm and I, there's just so many aspects of it um i have mad respect for cheerleaders and mm-hmm. as an athlete or ex-athlete or whatever cheerleaders are the best mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i i recall basketball games and it was just nice when they have like a cheer for you yeah you know like what wait 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 so so wait 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 tell me tell me that again so so you said like like you had cheerleaders in in your basketball game for the women's team yeah oh that's awesome i I was actually gonna bring that up because like 
um because uh, usually they reserve these you know cheerleading and like this this kind of like healthy emotional support for like you know usually the most masculine of men ironically the you know the star athletes and they almost never have these cheerleaders for something like chess or mm. you know uh esports or or something like that and that's, but it's it's wow. it, that's that's nice to know that they they have cheerleaders yeah know, yeah no yeah. it's it's i'm pretty positive i mean i i don't think i experienced not having cheerleaders and maybe our school i i can't even recall was maybe slightly i don't know more progressive no, i'm not i'm not sure but uh-huh. yeah. um we also were very supportive of all of our sports i remember so every sport had cheerleaders well they weren't always at every game okay. but i'm pretty sure there was a rotation where they could you know yeah go surprising sports got cheerleaders yeah, yeah because okay well some sports like for example would it benefit golf no because you're you, that would be you funny be loud. I see you can't that. be loud i mean so what are the you know i want to see what that looks like and tennis <laughs> as well like it's just it's but to be oh. in the audience perhaps um uh-huh yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's nice to have anyone cheer you on. I mean, imagine if you had yeah, a cheer yeah. squad at I d- work. I don't know. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't know how like how it it got to to me or a, a lot of people uh, where they just have this automatically negative connotation of, of cheerleading. Uh, but that's like theater too, right? Like theater right. was also um, in its original you know beginnings only men men played women and yeah, women that's parts, true right yeah um uh-huh. i'm not quite sure when women started to infiltrate but boom there we go but a lot of men and people maybe also still have like some sort of uh i don't know stigmas towards actors you know okay less masculine yeah. you know occupation or etc but what's weird is like that's only true at like the amateur level <laughs> so as soon as they become like millionaires and <laughs> then it's like um, they're like vin diesel or something like getting right? like cg muscles like <laughs> but i mean it, that's the same thing with like uh cheer until you you come across a cheer that's like hey you know i'm lifting two women with like one on one hand and one on the other hand yeah yeah whatever but yeah i don't know that's that's interesting um i love that you just like dive into the history i don't know why i because like um (laughs) it's i I like to like go into uh, the unexpected topics to to surprise myself i guess Uh, yeah yeah. would you ever cheer but that's that's the interesting thing though is that like i i feel that it's such a good life skill and makes you a such a holistic person if you if you were comfortable like cheerleading in life so i would i really want to develop that skill in not so much like having routines and such but but in a spiritual way uh, yeah i I want to be a better cheerleader yeah Hmm. it's a good thing for everyone to have yeah yeah because it's healthy yeah also i would say do you or i'd ask you do you think like the also attraction is to the team aspect because you know you don't typically see one person cheering it's usually like a group of people a team do you know what i mean Uh and it's it's that quality that really one makes a cheerleading squad 
too, gives them the ability to compete and do things that you can't do by yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're like, because cheerleading is also about like building community. Oh man, so much about cheerleading is linked to me- mental health. It's so <laughs> weird. It's yeah. such a, it's such a primal way to like of mental health. Well, yeah. we're, we're, we're social <laughs> beings. I'm pretty yeah. positive. I saw it on some like earth planet or something about like, um, you know, our species, you know, just being one that naturally thrives in like just being more social mm-hmm. and you're speaking about mental health, like being around other people doing some sort of like, uh, I don't know, physical activity is probably one of the more natural things that we could do to kind of what produce, what is it? Dopamine. Okay. Which would yeah. help our mental health. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so I actually was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I need to go do something like that works out or, you know, like I need a physical something happening. Right. That's right. not going to break my, my knees. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird how there's not like a cheerleading video game. Are you like, sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like how would you cheerlead in a video game? Like do different stunts. That, that would be Maybe a you good watch video game. On. No, I did watch that. And that was during a time when I had a negative connotation of cheerleading. No respect for the cheer. No, what was weird (laughs) about that movie, though, is that it it wasn't about, like, supporting the team. It was was about cheerleading as a sport. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... was, Because it was... an isolated thing where it was a uh, competitive and they wanted to to win as as the cheerleaders yeah well yeah and also it was about like the sort of contrast of being um in a more like comfortable lifestyle versus oh yeah yeah that was a big one. theme too so beating yeah. someone who has all the resources at their fingertips versus having to kind of search and struggle and find it that mm-hmm. you know that's that's a bigger win yeah you know yeah. Mm-hmm. which was pretty interesting because wow now i'm living in la and you see that oh yeah jeez you know what i mean like the the wage gap or 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 i don't know like the uh the incomes and stuff are so varied here. yeah like, it's I, I, I um yeah it, it's it's uh and what's weird is like it is a it is a bubble because so many people here have no idea uh, what it's like in 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 Arizona or like you know someplace else. Um, but at the same time, it can also be a thing where like these places can be like a paradise where you have like this humongous home for mm. for that income. Um, uh, yeah. Would you ever live anywhere? So if you didn't live in Los Angeles, where where else would you want to live? That's a tough question because I I really like LA and uh, I I I can't. Uh, does it have to be in the U.S. or just the world in general? Hmm. Yeah. Let's 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 take down the the borders. You can go wherever. Okay. Um. I think. Uh. I really like London. Uh, um. Oh wait, wait. Are we assuming uh, like I have the same income though, <laughs> 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 or is this just a dream uh, ticket? Let's just say 
if you that you could just you could pick up and you could live a similar lifestyle anywhere oh well yeah definitely london i like london a lot um i like uh lyon france and montreal those are cool places do you speak french Uh, a little bit okay yeah uh tokyo that sounds really cool yeah but uh, i i I haven't traveled uh i I need to travel a bit more to know if if i can add on to that list um right yeah for me (laughs) i would think i would live in um new orleans okay cool i haven't been there but i've heard so many good things about it it's like um <clears throat> it's like a i don't know like a european american city that's super chill that doesn't remind me of any other city in the states um and it's got like that charm you know what i mean and yeah. that sort of neighborly community feel yeah uh and the weather i can deal with it like even though it's humid it's not ridiculously humid Since they have like gators there right they do but i wouldn't live near that the, the one like the, i'm not gonna the, be the bayou. bayou yeah no we'll we'll stay in the city or close to but no it's it's just it was really nice and that's actually not somewhere that i would normally want to live you know uh i typically like cities okay like and cities. why is that i think it's because i was raised in the burbs uh i see yeah yeah i yeah. think i just always wanted to have more to do yeah, I mean, I I like where I'm at now in terms of like uh, the valley. Yeah, because I feel like the valley isn't isn't a burb. No, and, but it's just like, uh, but it, it's a stone's throw away to L.A. and but you can actually fucking park. <laughs> I, as someone who has recently returned to the valley, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like like so, um, sometimes I'll tell people they're like, oh, I am Ashley. You moved to the valley, like. How's it going? What a snob. You know, and it's like... What a snob. I, <laughs> like, it's going great. Best thing I ever did. Like, and I... And like you were saying, timing. Mm-hmm. Timing is everything. Because, you know, I, w- I wouldn't have appreciated... And I didn't when I was younger. Uh-huh. Just because I wanted to be in the middle of the mix. I wanted accessibility constantly. And certain things just didn't bother me. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. traffic. Well, Accessibility is like, so overrated. It is. Though. Like because you only need it in the weekend. But <laughs> but what what I was doing was like going to happy hours. You know during the week. You know okay. what I mean? Like meeting up and going to events and like things that were going on. Um and yeah. you and it's just easier when you're there. Mm-hmm. Um but now it's like oh I love it. I first of all can we talk about the fact that people drive so much more friendly in the valley yeah that's true like there's no it's like oh no you need to get over uh or even if like you miss the the turn like no one's gonna run you over curse you out like i mean maybe they are a few people but that sort of tremendous pressure to have that angst yeah yeah it's oh my god i Mm -hmm. love it i people are friendly like okay go into a store and they don't run away from you when you need help they're like greeting me i literally yeah. lost my i was like are you ta- wait because i swear i've been into like sephora's and all sorts of stores and i'm like oh do you know where this oh no i'm going on my break yeah yeah um yeah 
it's just, uh, just more chill. Like uh, it's th- it's the wider lanes. And uh, like, um, the parking. <laughs> I, I let's face it, it's just the parking. parking. <laughs> it's just the parking. <laughs> no, it's the p- for me parking also. Um, more places to shop, like for food, uh-huh. so it's not so expensive. Like, well, <laughs> as you were Excuse saying w- about your friend that was like, oh, the valley. Yeah. <laughs> It's just less snobby like that. You don't run into like those those uh those those uh those west side types that are like, "Oh, I'm bi-coastal. Like I think I'm going to jet to to the Hamptons on Sunday. Fuck you." Right. But <laughs> take me. Like I would love to jet over. Um no, but I I don't know. It's like I lived on the west side, right? Okay. So I'm so used to like that culture of the West Side, like the Marine layer, the yeah, sort of nothing the, the opens cur- up to the 11 o'clock. The enthusiasmness. Like. Yeah, <laughs> not going past like I mean I was on the other side of four or five, but still like you do start just kind of living in your own bubble within the bubble. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then you have like this fear of moving to the valley, like when you've lived there for a while, you know. Oh, the status anxiety aspect, yeah. right? Yeah. But I I was really kind of fearful because like, are people going to want to be friends with me? You know, what my neighbors want to say, you know, because... That's such a shitty thing because it, it almost makes you, like, a bad person in a way to, like, to want to placate to also these <laughs> snobby-ish per- people just because just you... Just because a weird ego game. But when you actually dive in, let go of that ego, and you're just like, oh, this is so much nicer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, unless you have major bread. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I think different stages of your life and different neighborhoods within L.A. will totally cater to your needs. You wait, know what wait, I mean? Wait, 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 wait. The, but some of the most baller people live in, in the valley, too. Well, their mindsets yeah. are different. You know, like, like the Kardashians and shit. Yeah, or the, pick, the, the uh, Will Smith and the Pickets and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Lots of people. I heard Ice Cube lives in the valley. I mean, I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> but, um, well, here's the thing. If you have a flexible job, right, uh-huh. does it really matter if you live in the valley or LA? Because you can drive in mm-hmm. when you need to. Um, yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. And also, I will say probably, I think you're probably the anomaly, but like having a family mm-hmm. will make you want to go because, you know, you just don't need, I, I can't even tell you last time I went to a happy hour. One, I don't even drink, but uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like I used to go to happy hours all the time. Right. Like right. not, not just a brunch on a Sunday and a oh, Saturday. So that's what normies do? That, yeah. Or, or, okay. You I meet up after that. work because traffic sucks. That's so weird. I remember one time going to a happy hour in, in a weeknight and mm-hmm. like nobody was there. Oh, <laughs> no, you definitely. Oh, my goodness. And there's hot spots and you try new places like it is a big thing. Uh, no, I, I, I think generally people don't do shit in the weekdays, though. I don't do okay. <laughs> if it's not comedy and stuff like now. Okay. But when I, I I will say that that is definitely an L.A. like for sure. You you do happy hours. You meet up after work um, and you go to events like um, maybe there's a store opening or your friend invited you because their company is throwing whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you do those things. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that's called, but industry events, et cetera, et cetera. You network, you join. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Hustle. G- just general basically. hustling. Okay. Yeah. And try new restaurants and eat out. Okay. But again, then again, you, you can still do that on the weekend. Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm just telling you, 
I love Valley. Like I would, I if the Valley had a parade, I would love to be like the ambassador for the Valley. Oh, you know actually, what I mean? like, actually, you're right. They the never have like parades in the Valley. I, I never noticed that. Yeah. Well, they better not have it in the summer, or it, people would. Where die. would they even do that? I Down Ventura Boulevard. Oh yeah, uh-huh. the only unifying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or what, right. Devonshire, <laughs> Nordoff, like what yeah. street? <laughs> that's a funny thing. Which, by the way, they've been like, um, I discovered a Dunkin' Donuts on Ventura Boulevard. A Dunkin'? No, I think they're overrated. It was really good. I got, I no, ordered what? an ice latte. Uh, Actually, their coffee really is good. underrated. Their coffee is good, uh, but I'm just saying their donuts are crap. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, I got the donuts. I wasn't like, woo. But wait, what's your favorite donut? Then? Oh, like, Spud Nuts by far. Have oh, you been to a Spud Nuts? Where is this? Um, well, the one I go to is kind of by where my 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 you know old people live, uh, which is a few miles north. But they also have one by USC. Those are the only two I can think of off the top now of my head. Now you're trying to send me into LA <laughs> to get the yeah. donuts. Maybe Postmates can pick it up. Okay. But what, what's genius about Spud Nuts is they do like the normal kind of donuts. It's not like voodoo donuts where oh. <laughs> it's about like the most exotic, exotic kind of like the Mexican hot chocolate or like <laughs> bacon wrapped avocado right. donuts. They do the simple ass donuts, but they do them better than just everybody. Is there water imported? Like, what's the? I don't know what their I magic bet you it is. is. I don't know what this magic is, uh, but it's just plain better. And sorry, that was me yeah. picking my wedgie. Yeah, it's it's <coughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I do like donuts. I'm not gonna lie, and I like. Uh, I, but I'm not picky about the donuts. Do you know what I mean? Vood- I did do oh, voodoo see. donuts. Okay. When I went to uh, Portland a couple of times, uh huh. Um, yeah. I will say the bacon and maple syrup was delish. Delish. Uh, delish. 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 The Nyquil one delish. was not. Wait, they have a Nyquil? I thought you were joking. No, that's a real thing. It's like a Nyquil and something. So it, was it like? Did they dye it blue or something? Or I'm assuming they just used Nyquil. That to seems kind of frosting. Well, I think. So or does it make you sleepy? Or? I only had a tiny bite and I was like, I'm okay. That's, but that's I, so, so that seems like a really rapey donut. It's like, hey, baby, like, why don't you, can why you, don't imagine? you take my donut? Wait, can you imagine game night? And then they uh, <laughs> set out a platter of donuts and then everyone's like, by the way, these are NyQuil donuts. No, <laughs> like, no, you have to use like the, the stalker's voice where it's like, hey, uh, I've got a... <laughs> Some NyQuil donuts. Uh, I baked them myself. Uh, <laughs> that would be the most. <laughs> that's not even funny. I would it's, call Lyft. It's just evil. Immediately. Like, uh, this is out of control. You can trust me. <laughs> so evil. I will say something else that's happened um, besides becoming like a critic of like food and donuts when moving to the valley. It's like all of a sudden you want to buy. Um, Good furniture. <laughs> Good furniture. You care about quality of things, but uh, also uh, security. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have so much more space. Like, I'm yeah, so used I can see to that. like being in this little tiny little thing, and uh, it's such it's a. Weird. It can be. Maybe it's it's different from like a male perspective in a way, because like um, 
because I can I can see if if you're like a a woman like you have legit and 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 a mother especially mm-hmm. like a legit concern about like like safety but like I don't know as a, as a guy um it it, it I, I can be like really frugal where it's like um eh, they'll they'll steal it but I can just buy another one like well for real like that's but, but uh, that's the the thing about I guess that's the good thing about being a guy is like um yeah, you don't have to worry privilege. so much about somebody like raping you right or like uh stalking you or yeah yeah the i mean i i mean i suppose i can get murdered but in most more likelihood i i'm more worried about somebody just stealing something and and running away and it's like oh no i have to buy it again right <laughs> yeah no definitely more on the 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 lines of uh just like a security precaution, just you know, you've got kids and yeah, all yeah. this stuff mm-hmm. and all this space. Oh yeah, definitely. Like Jesus. adjusting, you know. Jeez. Oh my gosh, Jeez. security. <laughs> yeah, it, it's such a weird. Th- yeah, you can you can get like nuts with security, like just just getting like uh. Like what's going too far? Um, I I guess like uh you know hiring like a a bodyguard (laughs) wait so if you were a star Uh you wouldn't want a bodyguard no that would i would hate having a bodyguard even if i was a star because like that would be such a weird imposition on my lifestyle in a way but then again being a star would be the biggest imposition because yeah that that is true like you imagine walking down the street and people knowing you that would be kind of cool. Yeah. I, I but mean, then, I like, would like that. Looking at you and you don't know if they're looking at you because they recognize you or if, um, you know, they want your autograph or something. I would still like that. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I'm unique in that sense. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm a detention whore, but. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is finally coming Introver- out. It's such a weird dichotomy to be like a an introverted loner attention whore <laughs> <laughs> that should be your profile for your dating app oh my god are you still on uh, apps oh yeah definitely yeah it's it's not uh going well but wait you went on a date recently um i guess i did it, w- it was okay but it tell wasn't, me what um, happened well the thing is they live like really far and i, I more just went on it for you know fun because you know i haven't been on a date in forever okay yeah and uh and yeah it was it was it was kind of awkward because where'd you guys go did you go to their place uh, or to a restaurant or we just walked around and uh and had boba do you know what boba is yes i love boba okay yeah dang i'm down with like but yeah yeah actually that's where i got that thing from of of as far as like looking at the floor and noticing like the periphery mm-hmm. because she certainly did that in the date. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now was she shy? Like why was the date sort of like weird or bad or whatever? Um, I mean, I, I can be like really, really gun shy myself. And, and uh, yeah, I guess we're too like uh, we're just both introverts with that introvert energy. 
So yeah. maybe maybe that wasn't the best date for like just introverts to like yeah. have something that you got to create the entertainment. Yeah, it's 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 tough and uh and it's it's a, actually it's more of a, it's not that like uh it was a in a way like it, it's a it was kind of like a a perfectly nice tepid first date uh I'm sure you know we we could date again but it's more of a distance thing in a way too cuz you know we do live very far apart in but that it, could be fun you think okay well yeah you could still maintain your space and like your sort of individual you know lism or act you know whatever and then but then you can each time you guys get together it's like awesome because you're planning time together yeah i didn't think about it that way yeah, yeah especially huh. at, yeah why not and then at some point you know you hit that six month or a year then you're like well does either one of you want to move yeah yeah and i'm sure if she, whichever one has the house boom. oh actually we're we both <laughs> or uh homeowners yeah, um, boom well then you know then it's a it's an easy deal rent the other one and join join the coin yeah but but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeding you some ideas. I'm like, okay. you know, keep trying. That's a, a weird date. thing to maintain. Like, is how, it? How do you maintain that exactly? Like, oh my just, goodness! Just through texts, like that's. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so many people do long distance relationships. Like, not you're okay. You're talking about long distance, and we're talking about Southern California. Yeah, we're talking about out of the true. state, and like, yeah. uh, it works so well, especially like while, uh, I don't know, you you need space no uh-huh. yeah maybe maybe you are right in the sense that i'm like probably probably giving up too easily yeah yeah like All go right. on that second date like All right yeah plan something different bowl go fishing go on go watch some seals or whale watching or you know go to an aquarium do something that requires that has like a topics right in front of you you know what i mean it makes it easy for you to bring up things or point at or you know what i mean uh that utilize the five senses five like like Jeez. take a cooking class. i didn't even think about take a this cooking stuff. class together Jeez. where you guys can like learn to make something together that way you're working together you help you laugh oh do you have the um the butcher's knife Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let me help you with that. Oh, well, well we got to put it in for an oven. What did you think? Did we do well? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Go take a ceramics class. Do something like that. Wow. Not geez. not some like go sit at a coffee and like ask each other, what's your favorite color? How many siblings do you have? Where are you from? Where do you work? Yeah, that's uh... actually when it comes to like first dates, though, there, mm-hmm. there really aren't that many options because like it almost has to be like this public kind of thing like it has to be low investment um yeah it, 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 that's that's a little more complicated but um, but yeah yeah i guess when it comes to second like second day. you 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 do have more options in that sense yeah and you didn't say anything else was bad so yeah i think you should put some that, right. you know back in that bucket and i want to hear an update about what you did for your second date all right. No boba. <laughs> of course not. Because uh, <laughs> it had wandering eyes. Jeez. All right. We're at an hour. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So. Uh, well, I had so, a question. Oh, okay. Right. So we hadn't done this or that in a long time. Oh, yeah. We haven't. That's true. Where's the musica? Do I even remember? Th- <laughs> this. 
Okay. <laughs> wow, we're bringing back this or that. Okay, so this or that today is um, apparently you why parent when you can have a robot um, watch your kids or raise your kids or nanny your kids. So would you rather have a robot legit watch your child, okay, your mm-hmm. unborn child, or your neighbor to uh- yeah. Oh, wow. That's a tough one. Um, uh, probably my neighbor because, like, that's an actual experience. And um, even though, like, you know, you you have the – you run the risk of, like, molestation. Hmm. But, uh, well, you know, knowing my neighbor, <laughs> at, like, uh, they're, they're a – I think I, – I don't want to get into them, but I know they're – um that's not likely um gotcha yeah and and i like the idea that you're you're building like humanistic skills mm-hmm. you're kind of interacting with a, a real human being and it's just kind of less uh lonely that way does it kind of remind you of uh the and joaquin plus, phoenix phoenix film her uh, was it her Remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, uh, I think life is uh, is full of risks anyway. So you just, it's absurd, kind of, to shelter yourself from them, uh, just for the sake of uh, security. I mean, I think it's so much more toxic to to buy into the notions that. Um, you know, all, all the cyber stuff will keep you safe when in, it'll more likely make you want to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will <clears throat> nod in, in agreeing with you in the sense that like when my car had mm-hmm. issues, it's so electrical that mm-hmm. there's nothing I could do. Where back in the day, if like my ride had issues, we could kind of patch it up and keep moving. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you you really have to lean on uh, other people to help you. You can't just fix it yourself. Like, I, well, okay. if I were to answer, definitely, I guess I'd have all the security system in the world and I'd have a neighbor because there's no way I'm going to have a robot. You okay. know what I mean? Like, glitch on my child. Jeez. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I never really thought about a robot like glitching on a child. It's a computer. It's like a car, you know. No, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What would it do on a glitch? Just repeat itself? You know what? Maybe I've seen iRobot and a few other films where robots, I'm okay. I mean, I honestly think that probably the robot, uh, probably 80% of the time, would do a fantastic job, you know? But like you were saying, on a mental aspect, like I had developmentally, uh, I don't think that'd be good, period. Okay. For like yeah. a healthy child. Um, and also just one more thing, unless you have a this or that. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I, I should have pre-prepared one, but... <laughs> no, we had yeah. a lot going on. Okay, so I have this idea because I don't know about you, when's the last time you went to a concert... But I went to a concert and I'm not sure if it's because of age or I'm just like past that point. We, we were in an, um, an, an indoor stadium or whatever, okay. but people didn't sit down ever. Like 
Like you had to stand okay, yeah. to see. Yeah, and I was so common. frustrated because I was like, why did we pay for seats if we don't have the ability to That's sit? That's really frustrating. And like, I don't want to stand. Like, I don't. Why I could do this at home, you know? Like I don't want to. Yeah, it seems stand. so teenagery. Oh, uh, and it wasn't a teenage show, and oh. so um, I was so irritated. I started thinking to myself, like, there should be a new thing where the seats can raise to like a bar stool, okay. so that if we have, if 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 everyone decides to stand, you can sort of sit stand, you know, like you would at a oh, bar. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I, I, I would buy into that. Right? Yeah. I, I, if, I, if I were of an event planner, like, yeah, I would totally do that. I was just like, what? You know, and I was like looking around. I kept, I kept hoping that as the song would transition and it was a break that everyone would kind of sit like, um, like an intermission or whatever. No. I was like, now I see why people go to the opera. You know what I mean? Or why oh, they man. go yeah, to the Broadway. Opera is great. You want to be entertained. You don't really want to participate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I was, in, I don't know. What does that mean? Like, what do you do when you go to concerts? Are you, do you enjoy standing? I, I actually really hate live music uh, because <laughs> I don't like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like, but as you said, like, I would vastly prefer to just sit that way i can at least uh <coughs> that way i can at least like space out and and uh and be like an introvert <laughs> 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 maybe that's like they say a lot of people are extrovert introverts you know or have some uh-huh. sort of i i honestly think there's a, there's a big part of me that really is introverted and when people get to know that side, they're they're always like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, "I'm fine." Yeah. Like I just need me. Yeah, you're just an ambivert. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I gotta look that up. That's a good thing to ambivert. have. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. All right. Um. Well, I know we're gonna wrap it up, but I just wanted to plug two shows this weekend. All right. So on Saturday, um, at La Con- Concha at six thirty is the Foreigner show put on by Soul Sisters Stand Up and Sketch Comedy. And then on Sunday, I will be at the Ventura Comedy Festival preliminary rounds at 7 p.m. So if you want to roll, hit me up uh, or I'll see you there. Damn. All right. I guess that's a show. Peace out. (laughs) 